BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The final word with Frangela. Frangela. The final word. 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 The final We want to thank you for joining us here on MSW Media. Because you are amazing and the sexy podcast network. You are amazing. It is so close. That is so close to sexy liberal podcast network. <laughs> I was close. I was close without looking at it. Okay. We want to thank you all and everybody who supports this podcast and shares it and posts it and talks about it. You are amazing. We also want to thank everybody who's a Patreon supporter. Oh my goodness. Our new G's and OG's. You are what keeps this, this system afloat. Absolutely. 100% without you, there is no us. And we mean that. Yes. And because we appreciate you so much, you know what we give you? Three, three micro idiots a week. Wait, Francis, are you saying not one, not two, but three, three idiot stories just for me, just for supporting you? 
Oh my, thank you so much. Yes. Come on in here and get this mental health. This, 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 you know, laughter is- a bomb is, for your brain. I'm it telling is. you, laughter is the best healing best for your medicine. mind. It's the best medicine. It's the best medicine. You know what else is good medicine? A cameo in your pocket. Oh, that means you get a video that you get to look at whenever you want, made by us for you, or you can give it as a gift. So go to Cameo and put in Frangela and get you some Frangela in your pocket. Speaking of Frangela in your pocket, you can see the life-size Frangela. You know when? October 21st. Come on, now, Sexy Liberals Assemble here in Los Angeles at the Saban Theater. Go to sexyliberal.com, pick up your tickets. That's right. It's our only live show this year for the Sexy Liberals, so you got to check it out. Make sure you do it now. Mm-hmm. And always join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for Fridays with Frangela or... The Blackest Hour in Radio. It's so black. That's just what it is. That's so just black. what it is. Okie dokie. CNN held a town hall an hour long. They gave well, them. Let's not call no, it. Let's not even use their fake words. Let's not even use their fake words. It's not a town long, hall. They did an hour long commercial. Right. They gave an hour long platform to Donald Trump last night. I, I, and I'm not sadistic. Um, yeah. What's the? Massive... I will tell you something. What? No. What you? Uh, no. What you are is a hero. <laughs> I'm a hero. Francis watched, watched it. I watched it. I watched so that it from I, because the I can't. I don't have the Constitution. <laughs> I have a doctor's note. You do. Let me tell you. Uh, for me, I have to watch it because I'm the person that comes over to your house and goes, "What's in that drawer? I need to know." Right. Yeah, and you can handle it. I I will implode. I can't. My stress level cannot take this. And I think it's really important. We talked at our resist last week was to communicate to CNN your dissatisfaction with their choice to do this. I had held out some level of hope that there would be some level of integrity, journalistic integrity there. But no, they stacked the audience. They made it a friendly Trump audience for sure. And then um, the uh, Caitlin Collins was not up to the task in any way, shape or form. She was really, you know what I was, you know, they, you can see them talking to her in her ear, telling her when to fact check, right? But he steamrolled that woman and, and by the end called her nasty. Yeah. You figure out how less than 24 hours, is it even 48? Yeah, it's like 24 hours after he's found guilty of libel, of damages, and been told by a jury of his peers that they believe he did sexually assault E. Jean Carroll. Mm -hmm. After that has happened, they put, I thought for sure. I thought so too. That either CNN would pull him or his people would. But what they were confident in about Trump, Trump's Trump's team was that he could run over them. And they'd already clearly negotiated this audience and everything else because she was utterly ineffective. It was absolutely insane to me that this man was able to get on TV right after that verdict, especially, and, and not be held to any kind of account for it. Well, this is where we all have to understand again and again and again that, number one, CNN is ready to play ball with Donald Trump. They are playing ball. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and now and into the future. And this is the first salvo into that, that, that they are considering him as, um, a legal real challenger. And 
I gotta say, maybe we aren't doing our job enough on our side because there is no way that we should be looking at this man as an honest to God candidate. And I think that allowing the lie, you're absolutely right. Allowing CNN to lie and say it's because he's the front runner, it's 18 months before that election. That's there right. is no front runner. People That's haven't right. declared that you're, this is a lie. What you're doing is kicking Fox when it's down. Yes. Because they just got rid of Tucker and trying to get that audience. What you're doing is the grossest, crassest demagogue serving of demagoguery that sniveling, I've seen in my life. Sniveling. There's this great article uh, by Justin Peters on Slate today about this uh, commercial for Donald Trump. And I, I think it's I think this I want to read this paragraph because he's succinctly what, what you just said, Francis, like this is who they gave this forum to. OK, they gave this forum to a man who has been shown himself to be a liar, a sociopath, a bigot and a demagogue. He was impeached twice, criminally indicted and found liable in civil court for sexually abusing an advice columnist in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. He fostered a deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol after lying about the results of the 2020 presidential election, continues to lie about the outcome of said election, and is being criminally investigated in Georgia on charges related to his efforts to overturn said election. He hoarded classified documents at his Florida home and ignored subpoenas to return them. He has a history of coddling and emulating dictators around the world. He lies as easily as he breathes about pretty much everything. That is who they gave an hour of uninterrupted yahoo audience time to yep absolutely Tell me, Francis, if osama had wanted an hour <laughs> okay okay like... but but here we were there we were and and i'm gonna tell you the grossest thing that i watched which let me know these people and we say it all the time are beyond saving when he elicited, he's when he was talking, asked about E. Jean Carroll, and he be, goes on a tight 10, tight five, really, about her, talking about her, and the audience is laughing. Calling her crazy, insulting her, and quite frankly, committing more, committing more acts of libel. Absolutely. I, like, I think it's a new lawsuit, as far as I'm concerned. And they And they enjoyed it. Because that was his audience, because they handpicked it for that. I can't, you know, the, the idea in CNN's there's their pseudo justification. Chris Licht, who is, I guess, the CEO of CNN. Yes. Pronouncing his name correctly, should be fired. Um, and CNN, th this idea that they, that the problem is, and this all stems from, this is where I blame Andrea Mitch. I, I blame them all. Because what they have practiced since Donald Trump came on the scene is this false concept of equivalencies. That somehow good reportage is showing, quote, both sides. Well, one side's wrong, and by wrong, I mean incorrect. Yeah. Not just more, not morally wrong, not a judgment. I mean factually incorrect. Well, you don't, you don't report factually incorrect things and correct things and call that balanced. That's not, those are false equivalencies. And that, that this idea that both sides do it, which I have to listen to Andre Mitchell say every day. Yeah. No, they don't. No, not this. No, they don't. Democrats have not marched on the Capitol. <laughs> this is my issue, and I don't understand why. They keep, you know, uh, reporters keep allowing Republicans to equivalent, uh, make an equivalence between Portland and the Capitol, uh, Black you. Lives Matter and um, somebody stopping the, the peaceful transfer of power. I don't understand why we're having the conversation in the same breath. 
because black people are threatening and supporting of black people is threatening and much more threatening than an actual insurrection headed by actual domestic terrorists and the president of the United States, but at the goading and, and, and absolute organization of didn't nobody know what January 6th was till he told everybody. That's right. And, and the Eastman documents. Oh, that, I mean, that, that fool. Yes. All, all of it. You know, all, they're traitors. They're all traitors. They're all traitors. And to act and then and then to give him a sheen of respectability. Thank you. Is gross. It's, it's disgusting. Gross. And it's and it's and it's it's actually helping to foment problems. These people are actually violent. These people are actual domestic terrorists. And you gave him a forum to incite and excite them further and did nothing to even remotely be challenging. Right. To him. This is a man who is because a black man shot Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, who was frothing at the fucking mouth at that door, screaming, trying to lead in a mob in to kill the Congress and the and the vice president of the United States. They had a they had a they had a gallows. I don't <laughs> I don't I don't I don't understand why why we keep acting like this was a Black Lives Matter protest. Right. <laughs> like like it it's it, it's absolutely not absolutely not. And so he goes on CNN the other night and does uh, what you expect, runs all over her, keeps defaming um and mocking E. Jean Carroll. And and that was pretty clearly open about things like when asked about the documents, he goes on to say what he's been saying, which is he has an absolute right, he had an absolute right to do whatever yep. he wanted with them. Yep. He sure and he says did. that it is with the force of law. He's unquestioned in it. It stands, you know, um, on and on and on. The man is a dictator. He mm -hmm. wants to be a dictator. He wants, he is frothing. And, and people, there are millions. Here's the issue here. There are millions of people who want to hand this man power. And that, but because of that, that is no reason to give him a platform. We don't give Hitler a platform because people like him. And well, they did it more, more cravenly just for ratings. You know, um, they somehow falsely believe that there's some middle out there, uh, that, that, that there is no middle here. There are people who are fascists and people who aren't. That's it. Yeah. That's you're either it. not either you're choosing to not be involved or you're one of those teams. That's that's <laughs> there is no there is no other ground. Um, there is no and this I even you know I remember in this article there's some suggestion I'm reading suggestion of uh, they interviewed I guess for his what he thought in this article this man Jason Hennessy who's a president of a New Hampshire right to life about what he's about watching it and the Trump and and basically. It's like they're trying to suggest there are people who used to be Democrats who are now thinking about voting for Trump. That's a lie. It absolutely is a lie. It's a lie. There's no way eight years later you're a Democrat who's now thinking about voting for Trump this week. Also, I have to say this. How are we allowing Trump to walk around and de degrade uh, Joe Biden's ability to govern at his age. How he couldn't are pick we... his wife out of a photo. He... Thank Donald you. Donald Trump couldn't pick his ex-wife out of a photo. How are 
are we allowing this narrative to happen? Because Andrea Mitchell is older than all of us. Is older than all. Right, can't stay awake. She can't stay awake during a, a, an interview. No, she cannot. But but we have got to stop that. And we have to come back and learn to combat these narratives with Absolutely. the things that Joe Biden has done. And let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck if Joe Biden falls asleep for 23 hours a day. What I can guarantee you is that 60 minutes that he comes out and, and governs for the country will always be better than what Donald Trump yeah. can do. Here, so this is a man, Donald Trump, that when he was president, he we had to watch him, and my view, embarrassingly, take a golf cart while the, at a G20, I believe it was, con conference, while every other world leader on their own steam went over to the meeting. Mm -hmm. But we've watched Joe Biden ride a bike. Mm -hmm. You ain't seen, the only thing I've seen Trump ride is a golf cart or his hair. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling I, you, I, I, I can't with the, but this, this idea we have this really, and I, 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 I'm going to tell you something. I've become completely, um, in, I, I, I've become completely deadened to, and deadened actually it's more like I become enraged whenever I'm around somebody who tries to suggest this false equivalency, both sides do it, or, you know, um, that there's, you know, oh, well, devil's advocate. I'm like, you, these are not terms that we can use. Yeah. These are not, th these are not things that make sense in this. This is a man who is all of the things that, that we've said, you know, yeah. who is actually, I believe, a domestic terrorist. Yep. First, on top of a serial sexual assaulter, a serial libelist, a liar, a sociopath, all of a narcissist, all of those things. But at the end of the day, what he is is a man who tried to and is continuing to try to overtake our government. Yep. And we are not having it. Next up, Texas judge sentences Daniel Perry to 25 years for fatally shooting a Black Lives Matter protester. I, to me, this is a win. And this is important because we're, as we're looking at what is happening in New York mm -hmm. and, um, and what happened with shooting Mick, Wisconsin, little boy, Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse, Texas judge Clifford Brown sentenced us army Sergeant Daniel Perry to 25 years in pr prison for fatally shooting a armed protester, Garrett F Foster, 28, for during a 2020 Black Lives Matter protest in Austin. Prosecutors use Perry's social media history to portray him as a rage. What I love what? is- Can I throw a flag on portray? Portray. <laughs> no, no, no. They didn't use his social media. His social media made it clear he's a racist. Thank you. I can, let me rewrite the sentence. Okay. Uh, a casual perusal of Mr. Foster's social media show. No, he was the protester who was shot. Him, forgive me. Of Perry's uh, social media showed him to be a racist. Yes. It says after three long years, we're finally getting justice for Garrett, said Foster's mother. Perry, uh, Perry's attorney, Clinton Borden, who argued that Perry shot Foster an Air Force veteran in self-defense vowed to appeal, calling the case political prosecution. Let me say this. Let's start talking about white vigilantes mm -hmm. who show up to events raring to go. I don't even like us using the term because you're. I, that's what they see themselves as, actual vigilantes, but what they are are domestic terrorists. Yes, they are.
because they're not they're not out vigilantes suggest that some wrong has been done and they're out there to event to create their own justice right to go and act some justice that's not what they're doing they're finding people to kill yes and also can we just say i've say it over and over in so many different scenarios but i will say it again we when we teach people in the military to kill we put guns in their hands we give them um we teach them techniques and then turn around they come back into society right mm -hmm. but they are prepared and can i have as as an american um prepared somebody to potentially use the the skills that they have been taught on me that's my problem francis you see you're absolutely right about this and you know where i think the problem is hmm. recruitment absolutely i think that 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 there is and i don't think this it's an accident that these people have military training i think that they go there for it i think that they get it i think that this is not only a, it's a part of our armed forces that there that's been allowed to grow and foster and has been there since the beginning of it like it's 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 absolutely imperative that we start looking at what do we what are the requirements <laughs> Okay, like what 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 are we asking of people when we give them this training? How are we maintaining um an, a watch on yes, these people? Exactly. And also when you are re-released back into the wild with everyone else with all this training. See, when I'm watching a a, a 25-year-old ex-marine hold somebody down in a, in a chokehold for 15 yeah. minutes when you have been trained to know that if you hold that chokehold, I know for a fact the U.S. Army trained that person when they taught him to hold a chokehold. They didn't train him to hold it for 15 minutes. No. And I know they told him that this can kill somebody. He was trained. That was trained into him as well. Yeah. But we're dealing with an, a culture of it is if white men, as you started with this, if white men feel in any way threatened or they say that they felt threatened, even if they didn't, it's absolutely permissible for them to do anything they want to kill people, especially kill if they're people. black or people they don't agree with politically. That's right. They can use those skills on unsuspecting Americans. And that is not OK. And I think what you said that's yeah, that's important that to feign ignorance over the result of that action thank you i know you were trained yeah. i know you were trained because i know that the u.s military is not going to teach you to hold have a chokehold for 15 minutes on your partners i know that that doesn't happen i know that you read that information i know you were drilled into that was mm -hmm. drilled into you in what's called fucking basic training thank you thank you no i think it's it's really you know this idea i hate the languaging around all of this like portrayed him as a racist no they didn't have to portray him as anything he is a racist he portrayed himself as a racist he put that uh, they didn't pick cherry pick from his social media to make him a racist that isn't let me tell you should go to our social media and cherry pick through it and see if we become anti-semites we won't because it's not there like that's how that works and, and, and here's my other issue 
you uh, first of all going back to like you know and i i am connecting a whole bunch of things here for me it's the guy who shot up the mall yeah who washed out of the military that we don't know crazy because he was too crazy and too crazy for the military is super crazy yeah that's really imbalanced because they will take a heap of crazy they will take a heap of crazy and and because they will take a heap of crazy and shape that into a soldier my problem on top of this is the psychological well-being of people and i need them i need to know that those people are solid that they are not xenophobic when i am paying for them to learn how to kill there's There's a reason why the military isn't allowed to police the u.s u.s citizens there's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, th- it's the danger of having them go to the border. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the thing that you don't want is them interacting because that 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 is not, it's become clear to us and it's, it was clear to the founding owners, et cetera, that, that this entity is not for policing its own people because it has, they have, it's baked in. Yeah. That, that when they are called out, it's that they're, it's to confront an enemy and that's you know and of course the police have become that they no longer that if the whole protect serve thing seems to have been completely dropped no and and the and they're and i know some people who've gone through police training lately you know in the last five plus a little over years and every day of their training they were shown footage of cops being shot like the, it it's, was very clearly a part of their training to be taught to fear every member of the public and see them all, even the person who called you for help is potentially there to kill you. And that that training is why is, you know, we can't ignore, th- these are not bad apples. These are people who've been trained to, to do something doing it. Yep. <laughs> and I just, you know, what we worry about, obviously in this case uh, is of course, we've got Texas governor, Greg Abbott who is on a, um, I want, who can be more evil, me or um, what's his name? DeSantis. DeSantis. So, because he's already said that he would grant Perry a pardon. Right. He, he would grant this man a pardon. Yeah. For killing someone. Mm-hmm. Because. Because that makes sense. That makes, and, and because, and to pardon, because that's what we do in this country. And what the law is for, the law is for pardoning white men who do, in his in his view, a service. Mm-hmm. And killing this Black Lives Matter protester is a service. And it's that heroic. Is, it's heroic. And, mm-hmm. and that is how the guy in New York is being treated. That what he did was heroic. Now, it has yet to come out that the the young man who was a Michael Jackson impersonator, mm-hmm. which means that, that he was uh, not 150 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. He did not come on the train. Yes, he was saying things like, he was I loud don't be. He and was yelling. Loud. But if you've ridden the New York subway before, do you know how many people would be dead if that was a punishable by death offense? My daughter rides the bus home every day. There's somebody yelling and screaming on that bus. The public bus. 
The public transit system is exactly that. And she was laughing about it. She's like, because during COVID, nobody was on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. And she felt like she had her own, you know, like a private, limo. Yeah, <laughs> a limo that was driving her to and fro. Then the public came back. And I was like, yes, this is public transit, which means anybody can get on in any state of being and use that transit. Yeah, I have yet to see anybody suggest that the man was in any way physically threatening. No. And, And even if he had been... There's this thing called a proportional response. You you don't, you know, if somebody shouts at you, you don't shoot them in the head. That's not a proportional response. You know, like you and it and also we all know the rules are you get you're supposed to get away from yeah. the thing dangerous. And th- as we've allowed the law to be pushed to this stand your ground in places that don't even have stand your ground laws, there used to be this and I mean, there still is technically legally this concept of if you know a situation is dangerous, you have a responsibility to get out of it, but, not to defend your prepare yourself to defend yourself in it, but to get away from it. But the quiet law, the quiet law is white men get to defend their defense before it's been violated in any that's way. That's right. They get to pre defend. That's right. If they if they if they think through the door. If they think from states away, girl, hallelujah, potential, yes, for somebody else's property that's who may right. be damaged, they have the right to take an illegal gun, transport it across two states, and kill two people who have done nothing to them. That's right. That that is what we have let be unleashed. Yep. And that is why we are all now you can't go to the wrong house. Uh, we're reading stories about eight year old girls getting shot in the head because they play in hide and seek. Yep. You and know, like, or, or, or Instacart people being shot at because they drove in the wrong driveway. I mean, there is no wrong driveway. There is no wrong driveway. No, you don't have the right to kill people just because or shoot at them or threaten them because they're in your view. And and it, it, the idea, you know, when I look at how p- black people are punished for nothing, for far less. So we live right now in a country where Breonna Taylor could be shot in her sleep and that's called a totally fine police warrant situation when the warrant was was executed and they they knew it was this woman who had nothing to do with this they shouldn't have been there in the first place gets shot in her sleep that's okay there's nothing wrong there no reason to prosecute anyone this white go onto a subway and some man who's yelling which people do all the time in subway can choke hold him to death in front of people and that's okay we can go you know kyle rittenhouse can like this is the like it's it's absolutely ridiculous and it's it's it should really show people once and for all to get back to this point, that this is there's no both sides do it. No. You're not hearing stories about Republicans being shot in Democrats' driveways. You're not hearing stories about black people shooting white people because they're on their property. No. You're not hearing those stories. No, no. You know, that's interesting that you're saying that. I have a friend uh, who, a uh, black male, who literally has blue eyes, can pass for white. He moved out of, he grew up in the hood on the South side, but he was, he moved to a white neighborhood, like in, in Chicago. 
And but whenever he wanted to come back to the hood and buy a sub, like a submarine mm-hmm. or get something, mm-hmm. the police would stop him and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> he said, I couldn't drive back to my favorite places because I would get stopped. They were pre-protecting him. And it's redlining in reverse. Mm-hmm. You have no right, white man, to be getting any kind of services in this neighborhood. There is nothing that you could want, buy, purchase, need to come past 76th Street. I, and I think the way th- that, that almost sounds like it's not that he's being denied services. It's it's that they're telling him this neighborhood is dangerous because it's full of black people. You're That's white, right. but we're here to protect you, not them. And and it's certainly not good for the black businesses. Like no. we're going to deny money and an economy to this group of people because That's they should right. only serve each other. Like That's they, they right. are enforcing segregation. There and that, it is. That, that is a very different than you don't have the right to these services. Like he doesn't, they're not, they're protecting his rights. That's right. They think. Yeah, you know, but they're um, red line. And, and it's, it's a continuance of redlining the businesses. Really, yeah, it's really and the idea. But I, but this is the thing. Whenever I've heard, you know, um, white people or the news talk about, you know, or people joke about bl- white people being in a black neighborhood and how that would be dangerous. I, I think the safest place in the world for every white person in this country to be is a black neighborhood. Yep. Because when I tell you that nobody is going to let you get hurt because of what that does to our community, you are safer there than you are in pulling into some white guy's driveway that you don't know. We'll be right back. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. George Santos pleads not guilty to fraud and other charges. Oh, Georgie. Can I just say, can I just say on a lighter note, I have to tell you, as far as seditious traitors and uh, lying assholes go, George Santos is one of the more entertaining ones. Mm-hmm. He is. I mean, it is, it is as infuriating as the whole thing can be. It's sort of delightful to watch him completely lie (laughs) and not get george let me tell you really quick you're going to jail i'm gonna tell you something george santos this country does not like brown and black people and if they can let me tell you something you can only lie like this when you white yeah Okay, I'm going to tell you a bit of truth. You don't, they do not look kindly upon this. They told you mm. to leave, but you didn't. Katara Ravache. (laughs) I'll use your real name. Katara, Mm. I believe it's Katara Ravache. Mm -hmm. Listen up. You, the only reason, the only reason you being allowed to even walk around 
as a Republican is because Kevin McCarthy need every single body who can possibly keep him in that speakership. Yep. <laughs> but That's trust it. this. You're going to jail. <laughs> okay. I'm not you surprised. All of these things. <laughs> okay. I know you did them. I can prove it. And I'm a comedian. Totally. Well, what I love is uh that was crazy is three different people showed up to pay his bail. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna let him go to jail. Well, they need that vote. I can't third when they said 13 counts, let me tell you, it only all of the it only takes one. And and the thing is, I believe he will be found guilty of all of these. Yes. Because he's done them all. Which makes me again let me tiptoe through the tulips over to where Trump is. This fraudulently collecting money and saying that it's for one thing mm -hmm. in the campaign and using it for another. Oh, we yeah. know somebody else who did that in the tune of a quarter of a billion dollars. Oh yeah, and it has continues to do it. And continues to do and, it. And, he, and, and Breitbart got away with it. Yeah. Because Trump pardoned him. Yep. What's his name? Steve Bannon. Yeah. Same deal. And, and the the reality is nobody's going to do that for you, George. They may want, they may have an interest in trying to keep you from being a problem, but they are not going to protect you. They can't no. from, the, from this. And the reality is they wouldn't if they wanted, if they could. I think that, you know, the I, I, I really feel like lying about your biography should also be a crime when you're running for office. But they say it's not. I, I know, but Why I find that really frustrating because that should be a crime, I feel. Well, this is what I found out. Lying to your constituents is not a crime. No, it's not. I can walk out and be like, oh, I'm related to the Queen of England, y'all. You yeah. should vote for me. It's free speech. They're not, they don't, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not illegal. We, they, and, and this is why we allegedly kind of going back to why CNN have hosting town Trump is a problem. The media, the fourth state, the media's job is to tell us this crap, mm -hmm. but they don't. Yep. And that's, and that's the problem. After he's won was not the time to investigate him. Yes. <laughs> Biden administration imposes new asylum rules as Title 42 ends. The Biden administration released a rule Thursday, that's today as we're uh, recording, saying it will start denying asylum to migrants arriving at the U.S.-Mexican border if they have not applied online or requested protection in a country they traveled through. The measures are part of an attempt to prevent a wave of illegal border crossings after the expiration of Title 42, a pandemic-era policy allowing border officials to turn away asylum seekers in the name of preventing the spread of COVID-19. The new policy, which has gone through a public comment period and takes effect today, Thursday, stops short of a total ban, but places tough limits on asylum for anyone failing to seek a legal pathway while offering a chance of asylum for those with legitimate claims pursued legally. In fact, the DHS secretary is on right now. Yeah. Um, talking about it from the White House. Just ask this question of you, Francis. Hmm. It seems to me in watching the immigration, and I'm not an immigration specialist, as you well know. It seems to me that people, it's not that people understand that there's this title 42. Is that what it, title 42? Mm -hmm. uh, that it's not that people go, they're in El Salvador or wherever going, you know what, title 42 
you know, is in effect. So we should we should go to the U.S. Uh, now. We should immigrate, try to cross the border now. Right. Um, that that isn't actually like whether or not that's that's not that's not that's how that not, decision like, gets made. That's not well, that's not what's happening. These people are fleeing for their lives. That's right. And and if there's an increase in it happening now, and they think it's because of anything, I'll tell you what it's about. It's about Trump not being in office. Yeah. It is about we're getting out on a very broad level that there's a that, that there's a different president, and that president isn't an asshole racist. That that is as deep as that policy influence is. I feel like this idea that that does something what it says to me is what that does is you think you're hoping it'll mollify this some part of the electorate that is against immigration by saying that you're you know and to me that there's a there's a disconnect otherwise there's a huge disconnect in the biden administration about what's happening can i just start with my entire life we have we we when i was younger and i would say 25 years old and younger, there used to be every year some attempt in Congress to address immigration. Mm-hmm. Now we have completely fucking given up on it. Now we're just, you know, having people like in Elf, in these border cities and towns, having to deal with people coming over illegally, quote unquote, or seeking asylum. I hate that word, coming over illegally, seeking asylum in this country, wanting to come and do work. We have millions of jobs that are going unanswered and undealt with. We are trying to make working as a child easier than immigration into this country for the people of the of who want those jobs who want to come and work for x amount of pay and to work towards a legal status in this country we're trying to deny those people those people want to come while still using we're trying to deny them legal status but we're more than happy to use them under the table and use them under the table all day long and and look past companies that do so look past work sites that do so look past the kitchens that that have these people in there and yet want to still sit there utilize oh my god utilize these people as your nannies and your gardeners and what have you and then still vote against their 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 well-being but i don't Mm -hmm. expect anything less from a country that won't support you know lbgtqia plus that's in your fucking family right the fuck now but you want to make laws against them that's that is how these people are in this country you know what did you know that the life expectancy for a man on a united states uh native american reservation is um i think it's 30 oh god i think it's 45 years old jesus christ no i did not know that 45 years of old is the average um life expectancy for women it's slightly older that that as i've said many times before years ago and i believe the stat it's probably worse now actually if anything that um and i haven't been able to find a current statistic that if you are transgendered you have a one in 17 chance of being murdered yep but what what are we what are we doing Hmm. what are we doing in this country just what you said it's like we you know the 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 and I, I, again, with the the Biden administration, see, this is the thing I think people don't understand. Not if I can just say this way. Please. You can support somebody and not be blind 
to bad decisions they make. You can support an agenda and not all of it. Like the reality here is there is the fascist GOP and then the Democrats. And there are times when decisions get made that I don't agree with and that I need to tell this administration. And this is one of them. Like the Title 42, like I, I look at this immigration policy and I can't, I cannot, just as you said, Francis, for our entire lives, we've watched this not be handled. For a country that spends so much time, if I have to watch, you grew up in Chicago, what happens on March 17th every year? Yeah, they 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 uh paint they uh put that ink in the uh in the in the river because you know it's, it's green it's green you know right. to celebrate what St Patrick's Day why because they're celebrating their Irish immigration to this country yes oh oh, oh. I I mean oh you want to talk about it I mean in Chicago we had Pulaski Day Thank we because because we have a huge Polish immigrant population there mm -hmm. we had Columbus Day they get to be proud yeah, that's right. okay they get to be proud of their heritage they get to keep it hold on to it and talk about it with pride as they are Americans but nobody else nope Nope. Like you, you can't do that if you're Latino. If you're from South Central South America, no, 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 no. Mexico, no, no. We don't. We, we're not. We're ha not having that. I want to read this really quickly to what you were saying. Missouri Republicans passed transgender restrictions. The Republican-controlled Missouri House on Wednesday approved legislation seeking to ban gender-affirming care for gender and bar for children and bar transgender athletes from competing in women's sports. Uh, Governor Mike Parsons, a Republican, has not indicated plans to veto either of the, the bills. The measures are- okay. That what? sentence, he's not indicated plans to veto. So what they're saying is that they don't have a statement from him. No. They don't have a statement saying he'll veto it or he won't let it or he'll let it pass. So why is he even being mentioned? I know. Well, well, because at the end of the day, he's going to let it pass. But then say we asked him the question and he didn't answer it. But that yeah. double negative is a very weird like it's just I'm so sick of it. I, 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 this country is all over the place. You want children to work, but not be able to get the care that they want. Right. You want children to, there be no age of consent, but they can't, again, get care that they want to be the gender that they are. Right. Let me say this. You know, the, the fear ginned up around transgender uh, sporting events, that is just a make, that's a mountain out of a fucking molehill. It's so ridiculous. And it it's really, so really ridiculous. is. It's like, you know what, if-, if Like Crystal, drag queen story hour. I'm like, are you really fucking kidding me? You know what, let me tell you something. The, the transgender person is not sitting there trying to parade themselves. They're just trying to be themselves. You know, and all of us should have the right to be ourselves. That's right. You know, because let me tell you something. If you are afraid, you know, your child can be sexually looked at by the same gender. It doesn't take what you think is the opposite gender. You know what I mean? It's yeah. weird. It's weird. It's like everybody can sexualize anybody. Yeah, you know? it's actually, it's, yeah, it's, I, you know, at the end of the day, I look around me and I say, you know, this concept that you have the right to go through your life and never encounter anything you don't understand or might find um, that you might find yourself feeling insecure about or afraid of in some way, that you have the right 
to not have to ever confront that is yep. crazy. It's a yep. privilege that nobody that, that nobody has in this planet. You wake up, there are going to be things that you don't understand, agree with, get, or then frankly, none of your fucking business. And so the idea that that you, if you get to live in your ignorance and you get to impose it on other people, but they can't just be themselves because that's an imposition on you. Well, speak. I need you to talk to Ron DeSantis and the Florida education officials who rejected do dozens of social study textbooks and quote unquote fixed dozens of other books to prevent po quote unquote political indoctrination of children. I'm I'm gonna tell you, this is dangerous, everybody. Yeah, and it it and and I have to say, like I was just we were talking about before we started. I'm getting like I and I know I'm heavy on the complaining about how, but the way that news is written, we have to be really careful. I mean, a couple of years ago, maybe more than that, what there was the study about how like something some alarming number. I believe it was over eighty percent, maybe. Um, but we'll just say I know for sure it was over sixty um, percent of high school students could not discern between what was an opinion and what was a fact. In this country, mm -hmm. this is my problem. This article, this I'm gonna read what the article says. Florida, Florida initially rejected 81% of the textbooks submitted by publishers in part because they quote contain prohibited subjects, including this is out of quotes, including critical race theory or contained what the state's education department considered inaccurate material errors and other information that was not aligned with Florida law. Okay. The way that's written, it sounds like these books contained critical race theory and they were objected to, they didn't want to see that in textbooks for children, so they rejected the books. That is not true. The none of, Critical race theory isn't being taught to children no. anywhere in this country. No. And I am so sick of these things being, this is the false equivalency thing. Acting as if that's real. It's not real. You can't report that. Go look at the books. You go look at the books that they rejected and you make sure that there's critical race theory in it before you print an article that suggests that there was. Like My I am so over the media's covering for these bigots. And, and making it seem like they're actually they're actually protesting something that exists. Here's my issue. We are using a melon ball to hold out the integrity of information. Mm -hmm. And all we are giving are wisps of a head nod to real things and real content and because and if we allow DeSantis and Florida officials to start hauling I mean taking, doing it. Yeah, taking huge scoops of information out and because and then what happens is another 20 years you have kids you have adults you have voting members of the public who don't know who Rosa Parks is, don't understand what that struggle was, don't understand the Montgomery bus. Don't know what even happened. Don't even know what happened. And then when, so then when we are talking as today, which was denied by Governor Gavin Newsom, reparations, what I have watched in this country, Native Americans, Chinese Americans, Japanese. Japanese Americans, German too, Jewish Americans, all get reparations. 
And then for white people to turn and look at me and go, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why would you want that? Why would you deserve that? When people this year are just learning about the burning of Black Wall Street. I, I have to say, too, that some of the things that they've taken out of these books, in addition to, to this very important and instructive history, it's just descriptions, definitions of words like socialism and communism. They don't even want you to know how to de- what the word means. Not even a crappy definition. That's called having an incomplete education. That yep. is creating an ignorant public. You you know, and and it's and education was not in a great place to start. <laughs> okay, look, it needed a lot of work to begin with, but now to to absolutely and it is the right term whitewash it and decide what people can and can't know from the youngest age, while at the same time saying they are old enough to work and make and, and have jobs, but not old enough to read books, but not old enough to do this, but they are old enough to be married or for you to, ha- to have sex with them, but they're not old enough to decide whether or not that, you know, to get the care that they want to be who they are. Like it, it, the, the hypocrisy. Yep. You know, and and the irrational rationalizations that get used to put forward a white nationalist agenda, because that's what DeSantis's campaign is. That's what Trump's campaign is. That's what Governor Abbott's campaign is. They are white nationalists. And that is our final word. And now let's go to our emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. We want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So this first one, Trump, the, the subject line is Trump and abortion. This is from Kurt in Ohio. We love you, Kurt. Trump is such a fucking liar. That is what this I like a well word. He's a wordsmith. Yes, he is. It's poetic. Trump is such a fucking liar. There is no one aborting a baby once it is born. Saving lives? I see a self-pay list at Suma Everybody, and with 30 patients, 17 are NICU babies. I never saw that many NICU babies in those numbers before Dobbs. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is the, he, I thought it was important to include this because there's already, and, and we've heard of some people, right? The woman in Texas who's filed a lawsuit against um, Texas because she wasn't able to have the procedure she needed as uh, her baby had already passed. It wasn't viable. And she went into, she got became septic and yeah. almost died and may not be able to ever have children now because no doctor would do, give her the abortion procedure she needed um, because of their laws. That these, the getting rid of Roe, that Dobbs has, it's already killing people and it's yep. already hurting children and hurting babies and hurting families. And it's disgusting. Yep. Next up, this is from Jeffrey P. Uh, He says, hi, ladies. While my family didn't get stabby with Monopoly, my college friends, a few drinks in, out of control. And even worse, a game of risk. Ooh, guaranteed board flip before the game ended. Francis speaks the truth. Thank you for being icons, Jeffrey P. What I have become aware of in doing this podcast, Francis, are two things. Hmm. One, that blizzard in 76, 77, or 78, whichever what it was, or all of them, if it was one that didn't end end for three years, because I hear all y'all, that that was <laughs> perhaps the worst thing that happened to this country pre-Trump and pre-COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. very, very damaging. And somehow my my I, I escaped the horrors <laughs> of that event. And the other thing I have learned is that there is a sub- 
there's a small percentage of this country that has grown up under what I call Francis Callier family rules. And those <laughs> rules are very... They're different. They're different. They're different. They're challenging. <laughs> um they 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 are um challenging that's that's my word whenever whenever i'm challenged in the moment i use the word challenged and challenging way too much that's how you know it's things aren't going well inside of my head if i'm like well that's a challenge what a challenge challenging those are the two things i have learned next up this is called the mindful thief hello ladies i need you to start outlining and writing your book the mindful thief there are no bad thieves only bad thieving (laughs) Y'all have a bestseller on your hands. Regards, Cynthia B. We have actually, Cynthia, been discussing it. We have. Okay. We have actually been discussing doing a video book. Yes. Sort of like a... um, Inside the actor studio with Francis, like where I, you know, I I ask the questions, you know, to get at the root of... Because part of the mindful thief is none of this can actually be written down because it's (laughs) potentially illegal. Potentially instructing people on how to do crime could potentially be a problem. If it weren't that we were so kidding. We're so kidding. It could potentially be a problem. So it may have to be in the more loosey-goosey world of of video. (laughs) And now it's time for resistance. This week, uh, you know, and you should always be checking out, go to weareultraviolet.org. They have a petition there that we'd like everybody to sign. Mm -hmm. Or say the name of the drug, Francis. Go there and sign their petition. They're demanding that Democrats in Congress take action now to introduce and force a vote on legislation to repeal the Comstock Act before it becomes a vehicle for banning abortion nationwide. The Comstock Act was used to uh, stop the mailing of quote, obscene material through the U.S. Postal Service. And of course, they're trying to use it. Anti-abortion, anti-choice people are trying to use it as a way to stop people from being mailed um, abortion medication. Um, And so that's something you can do that's very easy. They can do very quickly right now to make it clear where you stand on this issue. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.